मेधा इंद्रो ददातु मेधाम देवी सरस्वती मेधा fraternal greetings and good wishes to all the brothers and sisters who are gathered here this evening in the month of capricorn we celebrate the december call to progress towards fulfillment of life in its various dimensions fulfillment is the keynote of human life and every human tries to fulfill oneself to gain that plenitude and feel contented joyful and blissful for that reason one need to pick up knowledge as a means for such fulfillment as has been said in the morning we as beings are into activity with the help of with the support of life activity and that of the activity of awareness life activity as the basis the awareness activity is attempted to fulfill in that fulfillment slowly we realize that until we are self realized 
we are not fulfilled that's how the ancients have found that self realization is the ultimate of the fulfillments there is attempt by the humans to fulfill themselves in terms of material wealth but material wealth by itself did not give them enough fulfillment they proceeded further for emotional fulfillment emotional fulfillment also did not give the needed plenitude or plentifulness so therefore they proceeded into mental fulfillment and even the mental fulfillment was found to be inadequate therefore they wanted to get into the knowledge of the know how of the creation after they are into the know how of the creation they walked into the plane of knowledge and then they found the very purpose of knowledge is to be blissful knowledge by itself acquisition of knowledge by itself will not give the fulfillment unless it is acted upon and one is self fulfilled that's how in pursuit of ananda or bliss the humans have been making a part and those who have fulfilled themselves have come back and informed the fellow humans that fulfillment has to happen at various planes of one's existence it's not enough if one dimension of life is fulfilled if one is well fulfilled in terms of materially he cannot be contented with it he needs some emotional fulfillment and once he is emotionally fulfilled he is not contented with it he would look for mental fulfillment that's why we are after material things emotional things man mental concepts certain ideologies certain isms certain crude concepts all that we keep on trying at the mental plane then we come to the understanding that what is the basis of the thinking that is conducted by mind that's where we try to look into the source of mind and walk into the knowledge or is the plane of knowledge and even knowledge does not by itself fulfill unless it is acted upon and experienced knowledge when acted upon and experienced it transforms itself into wisdom and that wisdom enables blissful experience even in that blissful experience man would like to know who he is from where he has come 
from where he has come what for he is why should he be only on earth why can't he be in heaven why can't he be in the, at the sun why can't he be on jupiter why can't he be beyond the sun so this kind of aspiration continues to happen until man knows himself to be the sun as such he is the sun and he is the ability to relate to the central sun to the cosmic sun and to the source of the sun of all suns cosmic solar or planetary he is satisfied only when he knows that he is the basis he is part of that basis which emanates all the systems of existence until man realizes that he is brahman or that brahman exists as him his pursuit continues the pursuit sir keep changing as per the fulfillments that keep happening as children we had certain repeated experiences as we grow we come out of those experiences and try to make another set of experiences when you are children you are after potato chips popcorn chocolates <coughs> isn't it ice cream as you grow you look for pizzas are some fast foods playing games trying to learn things different set of things because you you are no more a kid as you grow the as you grow your orientations change you are not as oriented oriented as a kid when you have become a grown up boy and then the orientation further changes as you grow to be a youth the youthful aspirations are different a youth aspires how to progress into life and how to forge ahead into society and look for some stable living and the youth also in the get into the orientations relating to finding a companion and then there is a different activity being a youth after the youth we get into the state of being an adult where you have different orientations so as you grow the orientations change the growth is of two kinds one growth is growth into the world another is growth into consciousness likewise when you are consciously growing that means when you are growing in your awareness in your consciousness in your comprehensions then you have different orientations 
their orientations are shifted from being into the worldly things into things which are beyond the world those are the things that interest us that's where people get into the stories of the mystics there are many masters of wisdom who did lot of magic lot of magic who demonstrated wisdom in action who did very noble acts who could carry out so many transformations in the society as you grow in consciousness those are the areas where you would like to relate <clears throat> and then see how they could do it and how is it that i cannot do it that's how it's always the as as there is growth in consciousness the just like the tree first it grows the the seed grows into a plant the plant grows slowly into a tree up to a point it is growth of the tree thereafter growth from within the tree as flowers and fruits there is a difference between the two the tree grows but then the tree is not completely fulfilled unless something grows out of it likewise the man who is essentially mentally oriented person he grows in terms of his mind in terms of his experiences through senses in terms of the growth of his body he grows fully well up to 35 years it is said that this body grows so there after the body does not grow the body does not grow there after it can be maintained but there is something else that can grow from within the body which is called consciousness just like the tree it grows up to a point thereafter something else grows from within and gives flowers and fruits blessed are the trees that give flowers and fruits isn't it a barren tree is no tree it is at best it can offer shade but a fruit giving tree and a flower giving tree is more fulfilled that's how we grow in the material and from this material growth there should be the growth of consciousness at the second stage that's why the scriptures say by 35 years your apparent growth the growth of the material reaches its optimum and if we can thereafter think of the inner growth that is the growth of awareness within you because in you there are three potentials there you are you are the consciousness and you have the force and the matter with you consciousness force and matter it's not enough if matter grows it's not enough if force grows it is it should be such that the consciousness grows the consciousness should predominantly preside and the force and the matter shall have to be handled in tune with the consciousness that you are 
that is what is called functioning as a soul the force should not handle you the matter should not handle you you should handle the force and the matter this is the order consciousness force and matter any other order would be a disorder if matter decides our action our force decides our action we are in disorder the force is like so there are many stories of diabolics who have gained enough force but the force has handled them then they are handling the force when you are too powerful the power handles you you don't handle any more the power <clears throat> if you have too much material around you the material handles you you don't any more handle the matter the matter of your body handles you after some time isn't it if you want to you want to squat on the floor but the matter of the body disables you to do it isn't it? what happened it is the matter that decides our progress if we have to squat somewhere say you go to a, a beautiful monastery a buddhistic monastery or you go to a temple of meditation they there you don't find chairs it's so very beautiful so very peaceful people squat and meditate but you cannot squat you cannot squat and you look around for chairs there are no chairs over there so what do you do you feel the place for a while and come away why what happened the matter handled you the matter of your body handled likewise the matter i am only the matter of body is the proximate matter you have there is also the material that you gain around that also handles you you have too much dealing with money let us say you cannot come away for a weekend like this at best you can come only on those days where the stock exchange is closed dealing with money meaning dealing with the money transactions through the global stock exchanges a man who is with stock exchange he is not at rest except on sunday and they are at rest on sunday only because the stock exchange is closed at other times they have to be with the stock exchange they should be always looking into their computer or thankfully into the mobiles or thankfully even to the electronic upper watches that we have where there is display of the stock exchange i have one like that <laughs> though though i don't have any stock exchange dealings so what happens the stock exchange decides your life isn't it i have known many friends in my profession to them stock exchange is more important than anything in life 
because there is a, such a tension the share moves up share the, the share moves down memory you have variety of shares you have to keep a watch on it all the time all the time so likewise the stock is same likewise there are many other activities material activities which bind us that which we build if it binds us we are not masters of our life that which we build if it controls us we are not masters of so also the emotions the emotions handle us instead of our handling the emotions the thoughts they handle us we cannot handle the thought isn't it when we sit here for 30 minutes in silence closing our eyes did the, did the thoughts dissolve into yourself they are all emanating from us that which emanates from us they go around around us like batman hmm like the bats they move around and around and around and around they pull you out from your meditation you try to bring them back and try to dissolve the bats bat is a good bird to to give her as an example it's not so very interesting isn't it if it is a dove it is a different thing the bat is a different being so the thoughts are like in in telugu we say gabbilala gabbilala tirutunte thoughts and mostly undesirable thoughts would would emerge during meditation hours that's the joke of it what we just don't want that is what comes up at that time so we have no control over it so like this the the material the emotion the thought and then the power that we gain people gain lot of power there are powers mundane there are powers super mundane super mundane power is what the diabolics have gained and later they are handled by their power that's why wisdom says do not run after power do not run after spiritual powers run after the source of the power the source of the power if you gain more and more power there is a point beyond which the power handles so ultimately what remains is one is at comfort only when he grows in consciousness only when he grows in consciousness not when he grows in the material world or in the emotional world or in the thoughtful world the the ultimate success of a being is its growth in consciousness consciousness should prevail prevail over force and over the matter consciousness is should be predominantly at work while the force and matter should be like the two hands that support consciousness it cannot be otherwise 50% we should have 
there is a story in ramayana the story of ramayana you find that from out of a, a vessel of immortal drink <coughs> four brothers are born they are rama lakshmana bharata and sarvagana isn't it the the content of that which comes out of their holy yajna or sacrifice it is shared into four parts 50% is set apart and is given to one lady and she gives birth to lord rama out of the next 50% again 50% meaning 25% was given to another lady and it came out as bharata then the remaining 25% is again made into two parts and given two times to another lady that's how two twins are born with 12 and 1/2% 12 and 1/2% so among the four brothers 50% is one one brother 25% is another brother and 12 and 1/2 and 12 and 1/2 another brother the message is your constitution has to be like that your constitution 50% has to be pure consciousness consciousness should be predominant 50% of consciousness it should be the force 50% of the force should be the matter in you that should be the order these dimensions are there in when you ponder upon the simply narrated stories in the scriptures why should it be so the king could have given to his three ladies in equal proportion isn't it he did not do so that means it is a it's a message in it let consciousness prevail so we say let love prevail let light prevail let knowledge prevail let wisdom prevail it is these are all aspects of consciousness so consciousness should be given a lion's share force should be subservient to consciousness matter should be subservient not only to force but also to consciousness but if you let the force to dominate it destroys you the atlanteans have destroyed themselves on account of predominant force that they have generated from out of them and today also at the global situation the human tendency is to gain more and more and more power but not more and more and more consciousness we are not yet after consciousness humanity as a whole is either engaged in material amassment our amassment of power are the related force because they believe these two secure them well but one is really secure only when one is established in consciousness more than in force and more than in matter you take the story of any initiate they are settled in their pure consciousness more than settling in the force are are in matter we take the story of jesus christ because we have our brothers from the west 
He settled in consciousness. It's not that he was, he did not have enough power. It's not that he did not have enough power to resist <coughs> the priests. And then the king is anyway not against him. He could have very easily resisted the priests because he had that kind of power. He demonstrated that power whenever it was needed to benefit the beings. But he did not use that power. Instead, he settled in consciousness and let the priests have their way. Through that demonstration, he survived and conquered the whole globe. While the priests are limited only to Israel. The priests are the priests of Israel, isn't it? They are the Jewish priests. They did not expand like Christ. What helped Christ to gain and conquer the whole globe? He said he was the king of kings. And he told the, the king also asked him, it appears you say that you are a king of kings, meaning an emperor. Where is your empire? Where is your empire? Jesus answered, my empire is not of earth. It's not of matter. It's of consciousness. Subconsciousness. So what happened? He was not planning to rule Israel. He was not planning even to rule Roman Empire. He was planning to permeate through consciousness. Therefore he just let his material form be handled. For the pleasure of the priest, by doing so he has overcome the whole thing and then has spread all over the planet. Today eighty percent of the humanity follow Jesus Christ, isn't it? Eighty percent of humanity. What was the secret? The secret is consciousness. If you are predominantly settled in the consciousness, not in the body of force, not in the body of matter, then you tend to be fulfilled and eternally living. Eternally living. Not only living, not only just living, it is living in fulfillment. Likewise, you see the story of Rama. He never believed in power. He believed in being at one moment with the, the, the all-permeating energy. He was at all times at one moment, meaning attuned to the permeating energy which is omnipresent, omnipotent and omniscient. He remained with it. He did not believe in all that power he had, though he carried in invincible power with him. He did not live with it. He let all his power, all his celestial intelligence powers, which are intelligences, he let them free. You have You'll, you be free when you wish. When I need you may please come as friends and help me. But otherwise you live free. He freed the power in him and thereby freed himself. We as humans, out of ignorance, think of material power and think of other powers and think of even spiritual powers. Those powers do not help us. What really help us, helps us is pure consciousness. When you are settled 
in pure consciousness we have a different state of beingness we have a different state of being where you live there you build the body of your energy the energy that in which you settle the quality of the energy in which you settle the quality of the energy in which you settle builds the related body to you this is the dimension if you if you are settled in wisdom you develop a wisdom body a body of wisdom if you are settled in mental concepts you have a mental body all these bodies are given by scriptures and by the philosophy of yoga if you are settled in emotions you have an emotional body if you are settled with the material things you have a material body the body of wisdom each body from matter to wisdom in all these gradations it has different uh, periods of longevity periods of longevity there are bodies that can conditions and that can that would condition us there are bodies that give us adequate freedom there are bodies which are rigid there are bodies which are flexible even among the physical bodies not not all bodies are of same flexibility some bodies have greater flexibility some bodies are rigid in their nature the rigidity comes from the rigidity of the mind when there is rigidity in the mind there is rigidity in the form when there is emotion then there is emotion in the form so likewise i i am coming to the theme to bring you to this theme i have to speak all that i have spoken for the last half an hour it is by developed by where your awareness settles there you are you build the tissue of your body where your awareness settles there you build the tissue of your body that's how there are many bodies within the body we have many bodies within the body there is a body of matter there is a body of golden light there is a body of diamond light when we think when we speak of the body we speak of a body with a head with two hands and two legs the two hands support the two legs support the trunk the two hands are projections of from the from the trunk from the central portion of the body and there is a head over it isn't it one head two hands and two legs supporting the central part of the body these are the five limbs of the body which is called the five limbed form the five limbed form are the five pointed star or in sanskrit it is called the five the five hands ma kara ma kara ma in sanskrit stands for the the number potency 5 kara means bhujas or hands so five dimensional form is what we we have 
This form can be very rigid, mundane form. This form can be a form of power. This form can be a form of light. So therefore, when it comes to Capricorn, the mentioned most times, there is display of five-pointed star everywhere. Don't feel if if you find when you go into the cities, the display of five-pointed star. Don't think it is just the symbol of Christ or Christianity. It is the symbol of the form in which there is the being. Makara. A crocodile is also called makara. It also has a head and four legs, isn't it? And a tail. So therefore, it is also called makara. Every form is called makara. Makara means a five-fold form. It is called a five-fold form because it has in it five elements. The five elements exist in, the, in every form. In all forms that we see, the five elements exist in different admixture, in different gradations. All the five elements are. And then there are five sensations in the form, relating to the five elements. And then there are five pulsations of prana. And then there are Especially when it comes to human, there are five limbs of action, five senses, sense organs, five sensations, five pulsations, five elements. All that is made of five is called makara. So when there is a display, there can be a display of a, a, a brown color star, a red color star, an orange colored star, an yellow colored star, a blue colored star. We see many varieties of stars, isn't it? These stars do exist in the Vedic understanding and especially in Taitriya Upanishad. Taitriya Upanishad speaks of five varieties of stars. Five varieties of stars. So you can be in any one of them or in all of them, in different gradations. What I wish to present to you today is that you can, you have the potential to settle in the star of consciousness, which is this, the, which is called the diamond star. When it is, when you set in pure consciousness, it is called diamond star. Predominantly, if you live in as consciousness, each one of us is an entity of consciousness. It has its force and it has its matter. Consciousness, force and matter. I am making very simple division. It can be divided into a greater detail. Body can be explained in its three folds, in its five folds, in its seven folds, in its nine folds, according to the detail you present. So there is a three-fold form in you, which is consciousness, force and matter. And you as a being, if you settle in the consciousness, 
you are much more flexible in your thought plane, in your emotional plane, in your physical plane. You are so flexible that you can even move out of the farm and get back into the farm. You can move out of the farm and get back into the farm. That's how you have the ones who settled in the pure consciousness. In India, we speak and speak of Hanuman as the one who has such a diamond consciousness, Vajra Sarira. He is a Vajranga Bali, Vajranga Sarira. He has the facility to move out of the farm. He demonstrated that he can take to, take and take to different farms. He can take to different dimensions of the farm. He could become, he could get to a very miniature farm when he entered the island. And he could uh, demonstrate a huge gigantic farm to give conference to the Lady Sita. He could change his farm from being a monkey to be a chaste Vedic Brahmin when he appeared to Lord Rama. It's a facility. How could that facility game? He is in that energy which is most subtle and most flexible. That is available at higher states of awareness. In the lower states of awareness it tends to be more matter, less consciousness, therefore it tends to be rigid. Water is flexible, ice block is not so very flexible, isn't it? Rock is still condensed form, isn't it? Vapor to water, water to ice block, there is a loss of flexibility. Vapor has ability to move up. Water doesn't have, it can only flow. An ice block can neither move up nor can it flow horizontally. It has neither horizontal movement nor vertical movement. When it comes to water, it gained a dimension. It can be, it can move horizontally. It cannot move vertically. But when it comes to vapor, it has ability to move up. Isn't it? So at higher states there is greater flexibility. At lower states there is lesser flexibility. And the states are decided as per the density of the matter that we carry with us. Density of matter. So the lesser the density, the better it is. Lesser the orientation to denser things. Lesser is the rigidity. When you are with dense material, you tend to be more and more dense and rigid. When you are with the subtle things, you are tend to be more and more with the... That's why reading a, for a few minutes some books and doing some practices for some time would not cause the needed flexibility. What brings flexibility, flexibility is continuously trying to stay in that consciousness which is the basis for all other emanations into nature, as force, as matter, as manifestations. That is the key. So that's why Capricorn, which is the symbol of, which carries the symbol of a dragon or a crocodile. In the West, the symbol is given as dragon. In the East, the symbol is given as crocodile. The, the dragon has, it grips 
it has a great grip. The palm grips. Our palm grips us. So to get out of the grip of the palm, what is the key? The key is to move into your head, the consciousness. That means you are more into subtle and subtler things, subtlest things. But not allow your thought to move in around the densest things. If your mind, if it is let out, if your awareness, when it is let out, it moves into the city, into, in search of various things, like the big malls in the town. Isn't it? When people are free, they would like to do shopping, isn't it? Isn't it? But there is a category among humans. If they are free, they would like to do shopping. Because they have money. So what is happening? You are relating more and more with the material. So you don't see the, the consequence of it. It tends you more and more dense, more and more rigid. Some others, when they are free, they switch on the television, isn't it? There are people, when they are free, they switch on television. The kind of program that they see tell us what kind of energy to which they are relating to. What kind of energy they are relating to, isn't it? There can be very noble, sublime programs. There can be very emotional programs. There can be violent programs. There can be conflicting programs. There can be programs of variety. So, that which you relate to is what you build from the surroundings. There are others, those who cannot go to shopping malls, and shop. Those who cannot even like to see the television, they are supplied newspapers. <coughs> when you are at leisure, you open a newspaper and read it as if it is a scripture from the front page to the back page. From the front page, many retired people, many retired people, especially in the South, they, they subscribe for the newspaper Hindu and read from the first caption to the last caption. Then their reading is over, their time is killed. This is, this is a time-killing program. And they gather all that news into them. The, the quality of energy that is present in the newspaper, the sum and essence of it reaches you. When you regularly do it, the newspaper transforms you to be an embodiment of news. That's why when people come, you speak the news. You speak the local news, you speak the state news, you speak the national news, you speak the global news. And people think, oh, you are very well informed. But but what but of what use is that of is that information? Of what use is that information? There is no value. Instead of engaging so much time to read a newspaper, you could have engaged 
విత్ ఎ స్క్రిప్చర్ దర్ ఎ కామెంటరీ అండ్ ఎ స్క్రిప్చర్ డైలీ రెగ్యులర్లీ ఇన్ దర్ మేనర్ యూ ఆర్ ఇన్ టు ఎ డిఫరెంట్ స్టే ఎనర్జీ స్టేట్ ఇట్స్ ఎ డిఫరెంట్ ఎనర్జీ ఇజెంట్ ఇట్ యూ కెన్ ఎంగేజ్ విత్ ఎన్ ఉపనిషత్ యూ కెన్ ఎంగేజ్ విత్ ఎనీ స్క్రిప్చర్ యూ కెన్ ఎంగేజ్ విత్ భగవద్గీత ఆర్ యూ కెన్ ఎంగేజ్ విత్ ది డైలాగ్స్ బిట్వీన్ ఏ మాస్టర్ ఆఫ్ విజ్డమ్ అండ్ ఈ స్టూడెంట్ లైక్ గాస్పల్ ఆఫ్ శ్రీ రామకృష్ణ గాస్పల్ ఆఫ్ శ్రీ రామకృష్ణ ఎంగేజెస్ యూ ఇన్ ఎ డిఫరెంట్ వే ఇన్ టు దోస్ ఎనర్జీస్ విచ్ ఆర్ సూపర్ మండే బికాస్ హీ కంప్లీట్లీ లివ్డ్ ఏ సూపర్ మండే లైఫ్ రామకృష్ణ పరమహంస కంప్లీట్లీ లివ్డ్ ఏ సూపర్ మండే లైఫ్ సో వెన్ హీ స్పీక్స్ హీ ఓన్లీ స్పీక్స్ ఆఫ్ సూపర్ మండే థింగ్స్ and you are absorbed into it and you get the energy into you and you build a different family likewise ramana maharshi he lived a super mundane life isn't it he did not involve into the material activity and yet he enlightened most enlightened people those who are worldly enlightened వర్ ఫర్దర్ ఎన్లైటెడ్ బై రమణ మహర్షి అండ్ రామకృష్ణ పరమహంస వెన్ యూ హ్ టు రీడ్ యూ హ్యావ్ టు రీడ్ సచ్ బుక్స్ ఐ డోంట్ ఈవెన్ సే రామ వివేకానంద ఐ డోంట్ ఈవెన్ సే వివేకానంద వివేకానంద ట్రాన్స్ఫిట్స్ లాట్ ఆఫ్ పవర్ యూ గెట్ చార్జ్డ్ యూ గెట్ చార్జ్డ్ బట్ ఇట్ స్టార్ట్ సో విత్ రామకృష్ణ యూ గెట్ కంప్లీట్లీ వాయిస్ blissful that's the difference whom do you read is a question what do you read is a question what do you relate to is a question it has its impact on you and through you on your form this you should know likewise whatever you eat you eat subtle matter you have subtleness of the body you have gra- you eat grass matter you have the grassness of your body isn't it people were eating sun rays people were also living by breathing those are all the higher very high states the super mundane super human states that people live by sun ray as their food people live by air vayu bhakshanam isn't it and then people live by water people live by fruit juice people live by fallen leaves and fruits and then leaf vegetables and vegetables and cereals and people also live by food that is grown under the earth the things that are grown under the earth definitely brings heaviness into your system definitely we are instantly like potatoes isn't it because we are according to our quality we like things potatoes onions are so common potatoes and onions are so common where do they grow they grow under the earth without much sunlight so you get that kind of energy where you are disinclined for the rays of sun you get 
That's why many people, they don't want to go out in sunlight. They hide in air conditions, they hide in cool places, and they gather more and more dense matter. I am saying all these examples only to show the, the, the subtlety of energy you relate to decides. The subtlety or the grossness of the energy that you relate to decides the subtlety or grossness of your energy and the consequent form that you get. Capricorn speaks of the form. Capricorn speaks of the form. It has three gradations in it. It has one gradation ruled by Saturn, where it, everything is rigid. The second decanate guided by Uranus, which is very flexible. And the third guided by Neptune, which gives you tremendous bliss. Capricorn has three rulers in its sun sign. First ten degrees are ruled by Saturn. We are in it now. We are in the first ten degrees. The second ten degrees are ruled by Uranus, which is the ruler of the next sign, Aquarius. The third decanate is ruled by Neptune, which is the ruler of Pisces. So in Capricorn, you can already experience Aquarius and Neptune. That means in thirty days you cover ninety days. That's the beauty of Capricorn. That's the beauty of Capricorn. When, when people read books, they only know ah, this decanate is ruled by this planet, and all. but what is the significance of it? Neptune is most bliss, it gives most blissful experience. Uranus gives very scientific experience. It leads, it leads you to the space. The bliss of space is different from the knowledge of the experience. Bliss comes after knowledge. And Saturn gives the regular steps to walk into the successive states. The discipline of Saturn leads you to it. So we, as we relate to the, in life, to our surroundings, to which, to which category or quality of energy we are predominantly relating to, that energy is what we receive into us. Suppose you are relating always to life-giving activity. See, there are doctors who give life-giving activity, so they are replenished with life. Because you are supporting life, you are dealing with life. But if the doctor is dealing with life for money, then it is a different energy. Dealing with the patient, for to, to uplift the patient, to cure the patient, gives you the best of life energies to you because you are attending to life. If you are doing the same thing for money, your energy is different. Likewise, when you are helping through your vocations, the fellow beings, when your orientation is just to see that the other person is out of his trouble, then you get the pure energy of love coming from the other person. But if you do it for a consideration, you get a different energy. It's a mixed energy. It's a mixed, mixed energy. So likewise, energy is according to how we relate, we get, and that is what settles down as our form. So any form, the symbol is the five-pointed star. 
any form, the symbol is the five-pointed star. So that five-pointed star can be free of reflection, meaning it can be a transparent form. It can be a very transparent form. Meaning nothing sticks in it except the Brahman, that is the space. There can be a star with blue light, meaning full of bliss. And sky blue light, bliss with knowledge. And golden yellow light, vibrant with life. And with the life-giving activity, meaning then when you are there, the surroundings are lifted up in terms of their spirit and life. Orange, where you are lifted up into the energies of purity. Likewise, there are gradations of colors, gradations of forms. The scriptures essentially speak of three forms. Physical body, which is called Bhautika Sharira. Then subtle form, which is called Sukshma Sharira. Then causal form, which is called Karana Sharira. Physical form we all know, which is there. Then there is this Sukshma Sharira. Physical form is called Stula Sharira. Stula, Sukshma, Karana. These are the three words used in Sanskrit. Which means the, the physical, the, the ethereal or subtle and causal. The physical body is body of flesh and blood. With this body of flesh and, in this body of flesh and blood, you can give birth through your practices to a body of golden light which is called Sukshma Sarira. Most of the men who are filled with the, the divine love and divine knowledge, they have the golden body. They live in it more than. That's why it is said they live in the heart. The heart, they do not live in the mind, they live in the heart. By their consistent living in the heart and transmitting love and knowledge, they slowly build the body of golden light in them. And thereafter, as a further step, they move into the body of diamond light, where the, the potential is very high in relation to knowledge in, and also in relation to love. The area of operation is far bigger. For being at the middle of the mount, if you have a light at the middle of the mount, it gives light to certain area, certain range. If, it, if the same light moves up to the top of the mount, it covers a greater area. If you are at the middle of the mount, you have some range of vision. If you move into the top of the mountain, you have greater range of vision. The vision grows as you move up in the subtleties of the energy. So as we move into the head and always live in the ajna, then you tend to get, gain the diamond body. These bodies are gained by humans by their own effort of relating to the world in relation to variety of energies that are present. 
That's how people have transformed themselves by relating to finer things of creation, contrary to relating to the grosser things of the creation. The more you relate, see, for instance, a poet, he relates to the nature, he relates to the sky, always. He sees the beautiful things of nature and relates, it comes out with the poet. Likewise, a painter, he relates to the sky, to the stars, to the white clouds. That's why when you see a painting, you can see to what exactly the painter relates to, what kind of energy the painter has. Poetry also, there are the variety of poetry. But if you see the poetry of Bhagavata, it is completely... The poetry relating to the beauty, splendor and power of the divinity. And it's omniscience. The one who did it was always living in it. He said to have carried Bhagavata Sarira. So in the same body you can build other bodies, depending upon the predominant thought that you hold. Capricorn, which is relevant to us in this seminar, <coughs> relates to the form and refinement of the form. Master CVV in his yoga, he said, I will assist you in refining your form. Refining your form. He will ensure that you slowly move from grass to satyr. That's what he said, I will repair your vehicle. I will repair your vehicle so that it has all the potentialities as it should have. Your ability to see far, your ability to listen far, your ability to be effective to far off places, in far off places, your effectiveness Is, is, keeps on consistently expanding. That is his work. His work is to repair the farm and bring it back to its original glory where you have 50% of lighted body, 50% of body of force, and no, no, 25%, and only half of it a body of matter. So, are we moving towards subtle or not depends upon where our thoughts are. Where our thoughts are. When you are moving consciously towards subtle things, you shed grass things. You shed grass. Since you develop a delicate body, you would only eat delicate things. You would only relate to delicate music, Delicate sound, delicate forms, like that, everything moves into... Instead of looking always to the earth, you keep looking to the stars and sky. Instead of always looking for potatoes and onions, <laughs> you look for fruit juices, leaf vegetables. <clears throat> there is truth in it. That's why the, in ancient times, the Swamiji's and Yeti's, they were visiting our houses. What were they eating? 
fruits, fruit juices, little, very little rice. Very little. I have seen Satya Sai Baba in 1973. I sat by his side and took food. I participated in a dinner which was served to him. And to, by chance, I could say to his right, he was sitting on a, in a chair with a table. So many things were served on the plate. So many things to everyone. So he saw all those. And I was seeing him, what he would eat. So we would eat whatever is in our plate. I, <coughs> he, from out of all that, he took just a piece of everything into a, this much grain of rice and put every little thing into it, made into a one morsel, to put in the mouth and said, it's enough, take that. I was observing it. You know what he said? That's all what I can eat, he said. That's all what I can eat, Bangaru, he said. It was his favorite word. He used to call everyone golden one. He was always addressing all beings, my dear golden ones. Or my, my dear divine ones. Divyatma Swaruplara or Bangaru, Bangaru, Bangaru. Bangaru means golden one. <coughs> so he said, that's all I can eat, Bangaru, that's what he said. Inte Bangaru. Yeho pirtu untar sala, annyakritinastam, tirlezi shiriram. That was his food. Why? Because he is in different state of energy. He doesn't need this grass energy. In such a lump sums. Lump. It cannot happen. I have seen another saint who is in a household like, like a master of wisdom. He is in regular household. He helps people. He can see through. He can listen. He can see into the future. I have also happened to eat with him. He only takes Seven times whatever comes into his fingertips, he just, he doesn't use the palm of the hand, only the fingers. He takes with the fingers whatever comes seven times, that's all his food. Seven. Like that, when you see persons from, from being gluttons, to be subtle eaters. Eh? Why is that happening? If we don't try to experiment on those things, because <coughs> don't 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 think of eating only one morsel. Then try by from tomorrow you will have weakness and the related sickness. <coughs> we have to raise ourselves into this higher energy system so that the lower is no more needed for you. You should naturally have should naturally happen. I know a friend who was a good non-vegetarian eater. was a non-vegetarian. He was eating well the non-vegetarian food. He has taken to the practices of yoga and bhakti. After five years, one day when we were eating together, he said, do you know that I, I can no more eat non-vegetarian? I could no more eat non-vegetarian. 
It should happen that way. It's not that we abstain from things. Abstain from things is only a fashion. It should naturally happen with us that we cannot. We cannot. It happens when you relate to the final things of life. But if your orientation is to the grosser things of life, but again you try to do some of these practices, you build a conflicting energy. That's how there are grass, subtle and causal. Stula, Sushma, Karana. These are the three bodies that every human has the potential to build. All those whom we worship and whom we display behind on the stage are persons who gain the three bodies. Every master of wisdom has three bodies. He functions, being in the physical, he functions with the body of diamond light, he functions with the body of golden light, he functions with the body of flesh and blood. In three different planes he continues to work. These are the three vehicles he gains, and the three vehicles are brought out of the one vehicle. It is one vehicle that gives birth to the second and the third. It's like today we buy one car, two cars and three cars. But we are buying. It's not that one car is giving birth to another car and that is giving birth to a third car, isn't it? <coughs> so from this body, that's what we say, from milk to butter, from butter to ghee. From milk to butter, butter to ghee. From seed to tree, tree to flower, flower to fruit. It cannot be just a tree all the time. Without giving flower and fruit, then what do we do? We cut it off and use it as firewood. What is the use of a tree that doesn't bear fruits and flowers? What is the great, what is the purpose of a man who doesn't bear the causal, the, the subtle and the causal body? Subtle body is like giving birth to flower and causal body is like giving birth to the fruit. So the three dimensions have to be gained in relation to the body. That is what is indicated by the, the sunshine, Capricorn, the Makarama, the Masa, the month of Makara. We are all very, people are excited in India about Cap, month of Capricorn. When it comes to Makara, we think of Makara Sankranti, Pongal. We only know how to eat pongal, but <laughs> the word pongal is a Tamil word. It means it is upliftment. Pongatam. Ponganalantaranga. Something has to spring up from this body. The spring up is the purpose. If the seed doesn't spring up, even after a month, <laughs> you will take it out and throw it out. There is the, the potential to spring in, this, in the seed eh, into a plant and later grow into a tree and give, to, give birth to flowers and fruits. Likewise, from this body, as you grow with the energies, these 
the two other dimensions shall have to happen. That is the purpose of eightfold path of yoga. That is the purpose of the eightfold path of yoga. People say we are doing yoga, we are doing yoga. They are only doing some bending exercises, nothing. Some bending exercise. That's not. It is no doubt a fragment of yoga. Yoga relates to the mind and its ability to transform itself into buddhi and relate to atma. Atma, buddhi, manas, this is how all over the world people express like parrots. Atma, buddhi, manas, atma, buddhi, manas, atma, buddhi, manas. But we are only with the manas, not with buddhi. So take to buddhi form, enter into buddhi, you have the causal body. And experience the atmic state, you have the, you have the causal body when you experience the atmic state. You have the subtle body when you experience, when you enter into the buddhic plane. Atma, manas should be like an orange star, a clean mind. When you enter into buddhic plane and become a subtle, gain the subtle form, it is said that you have a golden form, that is buddhic form. When you experience yourself as the Atman, presiding over buddhi, mind, senses and body, then you prepare another body which is called the causal body, a body of light, like the sunlight. Like the sunlight. Sunlight is essentially diamond in its brilliance. As it nears the earth, it gains other colors. When it gets into the aura of the earth, it tends to be orange at a distance a golden orange and later brown when it touches the earth. So therefore, when you tend to be more and more with the, the, the beingness which I was speaking in the morning and experience the brotherhood, the universal brotherhood, by relating to the beingness in all, what happens in us is slowly we try to, when we settle in that state, we settle slowly in the diamond line. So these are the bodies. Apart from these bodies, there is another body that presides over that, and resides on this planet, which is a beauty. There is another body, which is unique body, which presides on this planet, which resides on this planet, which was built with the Vedic sounds uttered forth by the seers so, to enable descent of Krishna into a, into a supranatural body, aprakrita sarira. It is not made of the body of Krishna into which he originally descended was made out of sounds uttered forth by seers so, for about seven days in the month of cancer, when Krishna was to be born in the month of Leo. For this you need to read the book The Wild Teacher. It is there in the Puranas which Masarike summed up in the book The Wild Teacher and which is available in Telugu as Purana Purusha and is also available in Kannada as Purana Purusha. In that you come across a body prepared from the supra-cosmic intelligences, supra-cosmic nature. 
దట్ ఈస్ వాట్ ఈస్ కాల్డ్ అప్రాకృత శరీర అప్రాకృత శరీర ఇట్స్ ఎ గ్రాండ్ ఫినామినా దట్ వాస్ కండక్టెడ్ బై సీఎస్ ఫర్ సెవెన్ డేస్ లివింగ్ జస్ట్ బై ఎయిర్ ఫస్ట్ డే దే వర్ లివింగ్ ఆన్ వెన్ దే డూ ది వెన్ దే డిడ్ ది రిచువల్ ఫస్ట్ డే దే లివ్డ్ ఆన్ ఫాలన్ ఫ్రూట్స్ అండ్ లీవ్స్ సెకండ్ డే దే హ్యావ్ రెడ్యూస్ దేర్ ఇంటేక్ టు ఓన్లీ ఫాలన్ లీవ్స్ థర్డ్ డే దే హ్యావ్ ఫర్దర్ రెస్ట్రెయింట్ వెంటర్స్ టు లివ్ బై వాటర్ ఫోర్త్ డే దే లివ్డ్ ఓన్లీ బై ఎయిర్ అండ్ ఫ్రమ్ ఫిఫ్త్ డే సిక్స్త్ డే అండ్ సెవెంత్ డే దే లివ్డ్ ఓన్లీ బై సన్ లైట్ అండ్ అట్టర్ ఫోర్ సటన్ సౌండ్స్ హార్మోనియస్లీ టు బ్రింగ్ ఫోర్త్ ఎ ఫామ్ into which the most high energies coming from the cosmic plane could descend as krishna it is never before on this planet it is never before on this planet and that body is the body into which he first descended and appeared to the parents in a huge form say of this size from this root to the floor to the parents he appeared before the lady conceived the baby from the womb <coughs> he told the parents that he would impose himself on this just delivered form and conduct activities of supernatural phenomena that's why he could kill a demon even in his 11th or 12th day and he could put off so many demons as a baby it is that form through which he functions but he appears to people only by the body of flesh and blood only the cs would see the the form with its four hands he was a four armed being who imposed upon a visible form it's not a form built out of flesh and blood that's the difference we in yoga we build the body of golden light and the body of diamond light with the help of this body that body is built by by the most sublime sounds which were never before uttered they were uttered under the leadership of a great sage called parasara the father of vedavyasa he had his disciples six of them seven of them came together and conducted a grand ritual uttering four certain sounds which were never before under the guidance of the master he was the world teacher at that time and at the end of the ritual he has himself sacrificed he has himself sacrificed into the ritual as man sacrifice as man sacrifice in fact incidentally it is that man sacrifice conducted by vedavyasa's father parashara that inspired jesus the christ that he should also conduct that kind of man sacrifice inspiration came from parashara's deeds which are not recorded in the exoteric books so therefore that enabled the formation of supernatural elements a form of supernatural elements that is the form with which krishna functioned he is to multiply he is to grow he is to reduce all that was there similarly hanuman could do it because he came from a different dimension i am giving a dimension which is 
not built from the earthy bodies but built by cosmic sounds cosmic sounds so krishna lived in that body and conducted the activity for 126 years 126 years and with that kind of body with him in which he was residing the other body which he had of flesh and blood never grew in its age he always always appearing as a 16 year old person 16 year old person always and what was he eating he was not even eating vegetables he was not even drinking milk he was only eating butter now how much butter can you eat on a daily basis there is a master we have him here master counts in german for hundreds and hundreds of years no one knew what he was eating he never ate in public places <clears throat> and he continues to live in one body for centuries and when he was asked to participate in dinner he says you know that i cannot participate in dinners no one ever we never knew and when he is when his closest disciples asked him by what does he live he says by air and by water and not water of every place he has his own water source only by that water and by that air he lives so likewise these are the dimensions so this is the body with which he conducted the work when he was and he fulfilled the work on the planet when he was leaving he bestowed that form upon lord maitreya he bestowed that form upon lord maitreya because the beings on the planet wanted the the touch of krishna forever the planet wanted the touch of krishna forever the humans wanted the seers wanted the yogis wanted everyone who knew they wanted that we badly need your touch your presence so he decided to leave that form with lord maitreya he is the custodian of that form lord maitreya is the custodian of that form and from from time to time he uses it because he is the foremost one on the planet it is he who bestowed it upon buddha for some time for some time that body was bestowed upon buddha so that he could do acts of great dimension which would last for centuries together and that body was also bestowed upon adi shankara neither buddhist no nor the indians no because indians are after adi shankara but the the body that helped him to conduct all that work has come to him through lord maitreya and it is it was prepared for lord krishna so that body was given to buddha it was given to adi shankara it was also given to jesus <coughs> it was also given to jesus when he worked with that body greater greater dimensions eventually he was called jesus the christ 
Jesus the Christ. Meaning the body of Christ is no other than Maitreya. So Lord Maitreya is the custodian of it. I just wanted to check up today. You can also check up in spiritual astrology. In the, the caption Capricorn, there is one sentence which is written where it says, I read long, long, long ago. Today it came to my thought. I just rechecked it. Christ also bestowed this body on Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ also bestowed this body. Also bestowed means he bestowed on others also, isn't it? You have to make that inference. If you get into secret doctrine written by Madame Blavatsky, you know that it, is, it was given for some time to, to carry out deeds of great dimension to Buddha and to Adi Shankara and later to Jesus the Christ. So this is a body which prevails on earth, whose touch when you receive it, you are transformed. You are transformed. That's another beauty. Master Jalkul received the touch of that body and became a master during the, in the fag end of Dvapara, Yuga and beginning of Kaliva. Just by the looks of the Lord through that body, he received the touch. That's the magic spell that transforms. That's the music of the soul. You can see that book. In that book it is there. It is the same experience that Count Saint Germain also had when he has received the touch of the body, he also transformed into and this body is prevailing on the planet and it is through that people get the most blissful experience. It's, a, it's a, an extraterrestrial form which prevails on the planet and Jesus Christ very frequently refers to it my robe, my glorious white robe. From time to time it was given to him, my robe, my glorious white robe. He was very frequently saying that. So that's why this white robe, putting on white robes has come as a tradition. Those people, people who think that they are spiritual, they put on some white robes, isn't it? Putting up on cotton white robes or silk white robes would not make you that. But the white robe comes to you when you are in your blissful state. So these are the four varieties of bodies. Three can be prepared. One is given to us, from out of which we can prepare two. And we can stand to receive the touch of the fourth one, which is prepared, as I said, prevailing, presiding and residing on this planet. So that should be our understanding whenever we look at a five-pointed star. <clears throat> Many Indians uh, and the Hindu uh, and non-Christians, they are a bit irritated when they say frequently this five-pointed star. They do not know the significance. Many Christians, they feel elated when they see five-pointed star because it is a, they think it is a Christian symbol. But neither the Hindus nor the Christians, nor any other religionists, they, they see the significance of the five-pointed star as it is displayed only in the month of Capricorn. <coughs> At other times they don't do it. Only in the month of Capricorn, 
at every significant place you encounter a five pointed star in different color it only should remind us that we have to gain the light there are different gradations of light it is one sunlight sun ray that has different colors different through different vibrations different associations with different grades of matter so therefore let us think of transforming the forms of the light shines forth we are essentially the light there is such the soul is essentially diamond time is not that it, it is swayam prakasha it is self effulgent this soul so its light is disabled to to permeate because of the dense forms that we build around it and condense it condition it and imprison it so the work from one dimension is working with the light to enable the form to transform working with the light working with the one being who is diamond time in its depth it is blue relating to it more and more and relating to the 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 function relate to those the functions relating to it that's what we call the theistic practices when we regularly relate to it and engage more in sublime things than in mundane things one eighth you can engage in the mundane things according to the proportions given in ramayana one eighth you can be in mundane things one eighth that means one eighth 12 12% you can engage of your time 12 and a half percent let us be precise another 12 and a half percent you can be with mental emotional things then that is 25 25 you be in the buddhi plane 50 you can be in the atmic plane that is our syllabus 50% functioning as soul 50% functioning as the buddhi plane 50% at 25% working at the mental emotional and 12% working at the physical plane this should be the this is the key given by ramayana which i don't think any scripture has ever any commentator has ever said they only say 50% rama became rama 25% became bharata 12.5% became lakshmana 12.5 became satyodhana this every every indian who reads ramayana knows it but what does it mean i don't think any book contains it is only can the, the key is contained elsewhere so today somehow it came through so that that should be our goal that means for those who know ramayana 50% of us should be like rama 25% of us should be like bharata 12.5% can be like lakshmana and 12.5% can be like satyodhana the four these are the four dimensions of us we are a fourfold being pure ex- existence awareness thought and action these are the four dimensions related so the higher dimension should be in larger proportion in comparison to lower dimensions so this is just 
take it with you and see how you can reform your life. We have to reform from what we are. <clears throat> we cannot be the same and yet expect things to happen. We cannot be the same and expect things to happen. That is just being lazy. Just being with the, the, the books and the masters, nothing happens. We have to work to reform ourselves. And to reform knowledge is given. Knowledge is but the tool which with you can work out the reformation. So there is the reformation should be in such a manner that we have a, 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 an ideal blend of consciousness, force and matter. May that be so with all of us. So may you look to this Capricorn as the means of liberation from the form. Liberation from the form does not mean you that you throw away from form. You can stay in it without being conditioned by it. You can, you can stay it without being conditioned by it. This is the ascent that Capricorn speaks of in the month, in this month. Capricorn indicates climbing the mount, isn't it? Kapra means the goat, it's a special goat with a horn at the forehead. It keeps on climbing the mount. What is the mount? Mount is nothing but from, from grass to settle the movement. That's the mount. That is the northern coasting as I mentioned in the morning. That's what Moses did. He mounted, he climbed the Mount Sinai and he found the light and thereafter he did his work. I don't want to get into this story. It is already half past eight. Capricorn is the mount. Cancer is the pit. That's how the Spiritual astrology speaks. In Cancer we descend into matter. In Capricorn we have to ascend from the matter. Cancer is the beginning of the other solstice, isn't it? The summer solstice. But the energies are in the descent. It begins the rainy season and then the bloom season and then we get into the winter season and then the season of ascent. So therefore, it's, it's in the season of ascent we should consecrate and re-consecrate, once again consecrate upon the thought of ascent and, and pick up the related tools. That is why we have Guru Pujas and Vishayapatnam in the month of Capricorn and Master Siddhi initiated December car much before. The month of Capricorn should be completely well utilized to make best possible ascent. It leads you to, as I said, from the constellation viewpoint, Uttarashadha, isn't it? You have Mula, Jesta and Vanpada, Purvashadha in, in Sagittarius. Then you have three Padas of Uttarashadha in Capricorn. And then followed by Sravanam. You are able, you should be able to listen more. Sravanam speaks of listening the subtle. That means relating to the sky. Only those who can relate well to the sky in you can listen well. After that we have Dhanista. 
where you have wealthy wind then it gives you the splendor of the the cool wind of at the level of the sky and then it leads you to a state where you are abundantly filled with healing energies in satabhisha so likewise the stars are all named according to their quality and according to their function so as you ascend from form to spirit that ascent begins in capricorn it should already begin in sagittarius as fiery aspiration with that fiery aspiration in capricorn you move upwards so that upward movement must necessarily happen to us and the time supports us in this month while well, every month we have different tools to work with in this month these are the tools even that we shall mount we shall climb the mount just like the capra capra climbs the mount step by step it never its grip is so good it doesn't slip it doesn't slip so let there be no slip let there be a progressive ascent may that be so with all of us thank you one and all namaskaram swasti prajabhyah paripalayantam nyayena margena mahimahishah go brahmane bhyasubhamastanityam ఓం శాంతి శాంతి శాంతి